Welcome to the Creative Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Lopez. I'm very excited to bring to you a series called uh, Leadership in Times of Crisis and Fear. I think it's really important right now in these crazy, uncertain, and wild times for us to be level-headed, very thoughtful, and very mindful of how we're leading. Uh, We're going to interview some coaches and talk about some solutions to some issues and, and how we work in our spaces. Uh, and I just hope you learn from it because we talk a lot about growth, development, learning all the time and, and, and relationships really. And I, I think those are super important right now. So continue to build those relationships, uh, bring hope, uh, build faith, be light in dark spaces. And more than anything, uh, just continue to get better every day and be what you know is needed, whatever place you're in. So I, I just really thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy it. Today's guest is Queens College head coach, Matt Collier. Uh, we talked to Coach Collier today about, you know, him, he lives there in New York City. He's kind of seeing this stuff firsthand at times, and just he shares his thoughts with us on how to kind of navigate through this and some solutions. So I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast, Coach Collier. Thank you. I appreciate the invitation. hope uh, you're staying safe out where you are and trying to uh, weather this storm as best as you can. I'm sure you are staying positive and trying to do the best we can in these times. Yeah, man, it's crazy, crazy times. It uh, seems every time you turn around or turn on the TV, or you just you get more kind of uh, bad news, or then you get some sweet and then you get some sour. It's just you don't know what to believe. You don't know what to, to kind of uh, put your trust in, really, when it comes to information. So, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm glad to have you on. Uh, you're, a New York, you're a New York City guy. You've been through some things already. And, and I just think your perspective is really important uh, right now in these times. So, Coach, I, I want to start off by asking you, how can we as leaders, because I, I, sometimes I, I say I, I'm a coach, yes, I'm an athletic director. I'm these different, I serve in these different, you know, uh, capacities but i'm a leader first i think uh because you, right. you can you can plug me in in different situations and i'll lead uh how can we as leaders and coaches and and, and, and even parents uh how can we exemplify calmness sound thinking and even vigilance well i think the first thing yeah, the most, and the most important thing is uh staying in the moment and just dealing with, you know, what's in front of you at that moment. And I, I say that to say that with this whole crisis, nobody really has the answers. <laughs> As you can see, you know, worldwide, nobody has the answers. So really the best thing that you can do is just try to make sound decisions that make sense to you, but staying in the moment. So focus on the small things, focus on what you can control. You know, I'm not. I watch the news and I listen to stuff, but I I try not to get inundated with it too much because there's so much information and and nobody really has all the answers. So the simple things, as far as how how to deal with, you know, possibly trying to prevent yourself from getting sick, as far as staying in the house and washing your hands and all those things like that. Sure, do those things, but at at the end of the day, focus on the small things. Make sure. Your family has food. Make sure your kids are getting their education. They're doing their lessons from the homeschooling stuff that's being sent home. Just try to focus on the small day-to-day things as much as you can. I think that's, you know, 
in a situation like this, you can get so overwhelmed with what ifs and what's this and what's the new thing that they're saying and this type of thing. You know, you definitely don't want to be ignorant to those things. You want to, you know, pay attention and have a solid understanding of kind of what the landscape is looking like, but it's changing pretty much by the hour. So yeah. just focus on the small things. I think that's the most important thing that you can do as a leader and try to get the people you're around to focus on the small things, <laughs> focus on the small things also as much as possible. Yeah, I think that's the best way to handle it. You know, I think what you're talking about too within that is just keeping a routine, keeping things normal. In sure. a sense, in a sense, even though these are very, you know, abnormal times, uh, I think like you're talking about keeping our kids busy, uh, you know, that's like, to me, I protect that kind of state of mind for my children to keep things normal. Right. And even with my team, it's the same thing. You know, we communicate back and forth. We have our group chat and, you know, just right now they're talking about what rap albums are, you know, they're listening to right now. And that's the same stuff we will be talking about if, if this wasn't going on. Yeah. You know, and then as far as, you know, they're they're doing distance learning, but they're still doing registration for the uh, for the fall semester. So when I get that information, okay, I'm, you know, say, hey, guys, you know, let's start registering for your classes for next semester. Let's make sure they're at the right time so we're, you know, so we can get the practice times that we want. You know, just trying to focus on those, Things that you would be, you know, you know, my routine and my, you know, how I'm, I am with them hasn't really changed much. We talked a little bit about it, you know, when things come up in their situations as far as with the distance learning or the dormitories, you know, we try to get ahead of those issues. But for the most part, I'm keeping it normal with them. Obviously, at this time of the year, we would be talking about off-season workouts and putting those things together. I backed off a little bit of that, number one, because I think it's important as a leader for them to understand I'm not going to be, I don't want to inundate them with a lot of stuff. You know, they have their school to focus on and just trying to navigate this whole thing, you know. So they need to focus on that. Um, we may start incorporating some basketball stuff that's maybe just watching some, but I don't want to be telling them, hey, you know, try to get a workout in or anything like that because as a leader, now I'm potentially telling them to go out and do something when that's not safe for them to do. So I don't, yeah. don't want to be party to that. So. You know, and I know they're getting restless and, and, and you know, they're, they're tired of being in the house and they want to get shot up, but it's just not advisable to do that right now. So um, just as, you know, in the leadership position, you just as much as, you know, you want to kind of, you know, you just have to try to keep things normal. But then at the same time, you have to be smart about what you're, you know, how you're messaging and, and the type of influence that you're having on uh, the, the, the kids that you're responsible for. Yeah. You know, Coach, because you're saying a lot there, because especially for you, your team, your program, we are located in that region there in New York City, New York State. Seems like everything's breaking out there all of a sudden. And it's right. and, and I think all of us who are inclined to, you know, to keep you all in our thoughts and prayers, because it just seems like it's kind of overtaking the whole, you know, the city, the state, all of that. And so I would ask you, Coach, uh, how does this crisis compare to 9-11? Because you went through that, and, you know, we talked right. about it on the show uh, a while back, but how does it compare to that crisis? Well, it's different in the fact that, and not to take away from what happened in 9-11, but happened not on 9-11 by any stretch of the imagination, that was more an immediate shock, I would say. It was just the impact of the immediate 
issue with that happening. It, it was a slap in the face doesn't even, you know, doesn't even do it justice. I mean, it was just yeah. a huge, momentous thing that just happened, and boom, you're just faced with it. This situation is a little bit different because it's been a lot more gradual. And even then with 9-11, pretty much after a few hours, everyone was aware of what, hap- what, what happened. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so yeah. now you're just dealing with, okay, well, is something else going to happen? You know, so you had those things, and obviously the precautions came in place where you had the, you know, the super heightened you know, security measures, and, you know, you saw people, you know, uh, on, on, you know, uh, military in the airports with, you know, things you just didn't see, you know, before, you know, you were dealing with that. But it was kind of a more of a situation where you knew what, you know, after a couple of hours, you knew what happened, you knew, you know, kind of what, you know, precipitated everything. This is a lot more, diff- a lot different because there's just so much uncertainty. You just don't, you, you know. It's, and it's something obviously that you can't see. <laughs> it's, yeah. You know, you're dealing with a totally different type of situation, and also there weren't, you know, we had to go through security heightened measures and things like that. But you didn't have to stay in your house. You didn't have, you know, so you know, people, you know, school wasn't canceled because of it. You know, life kind of, in a way, even though life was forever changed, it still kind of, you know, people went back to work the next day. Yeah, as crazy yeah. as that, as crazy as that sounds, you know, school. You know, as far as my recollection, um, uh, as far as I can remember, it happened on. You know, that was a Tuesday that happened. Um, Wednesday, people went back to work, went back to school. You know, it, it was just a different type of situation. There was a little bit more normalcy, even though you weren't living in normal times, and there were things that, uh, as far as safety measures, that you know you could, but you could still kind of. You know, life still went on in a certain way. Obviously, the people who lost people were affected tremendously, and their lives were forever changed, and everyone's life was changed, but it was just a way different situation. And so from that, you kind of knew where where life was headed and, you know, kind of what the next day, the next week, the month, month next month, you kind of speculate what would happen. With this situation, I don't think anybody really in the world is, has their finger, you know, has a, a finger on the pulse of what things are going to look like next week, yeah. next month, next year. I don't, I don't think anybody has a clue as to what um, that all looks like, which is it's kind of an overwhelming phenomenon <laughs> because it's not it's something that I don't, you know, I don't think there's anybody on this planet really that's experienced it. Um, you know, there's another. Um, epidemics and, and some pandemics, but I think this one is just, you, you know, it seemed like maybe, I don't know, it just seemed like maybe there was a little bit more of a handle of it, it was a little bit more contained, and there was maybe a little bit more of a protocol how to move forward. Um, this this has been so pervasive worldwide and affected so many things um, economically and socially, just every, every which way you can think of it has been majorly affected that none of us really, you know, have a handle on what it's going to look like in the future, but which can be very overwhelming. So that's why, you know, my belief is just, you know, there's nothing anyone can do to control it. We just kind of take sound advice and, you know, again, just try to do what we can in the short term um, and not think too much ahead in the future just because, you know, and that doesn't mean, you know, you just live reckless and day to day. I think you have to kind of keep it in perspective, but at the same time, 
um, it's hard to, you know, really um, get a, get a handle on what you know what the future is going to look like. But I think we just got to stay positive and you know know we'll come out on the other side of this some way somehow and and yeah. just, uh, do the best we can in the moment. Very true, Coach. Because I think you talk about not looking too far ahead. I think one thing we can know if it's for sure is that there's going to be a new normal. There's going to be a new normal. Right. There's going to be a new, uh, there's a precedent set now. And I think, you know, as coaches, as leaders, there's going to have to be, you know, new systems, new processes in place. And we got to be ready to adjust. I think like we always do anyways, but you know, to get our staff and our kids to kind of be open to that. And so with that coach, knowing that, you know, you talked a little bit earlier about how you're staying in touch with your players. Uh, how, how's that working as far as like, as far as informing your players and, and bringing comfort and, and even your staff as well? Uh, how's that coming about? Well, it, again, it, I think the biggest thing is communication. We just, I've just been trying to keep the lines of communication on open as, as you know, normal everyday things and just, you know, just checking in, making sure that everybody's, you know, okay, just checking in, you know, how are you doing? How, how's your family doing? How are you coping with this? Having those individual conversations. So I, I'm talking to, you know, my staff individually, but also in our group. Making seeing where they are with everything. We still do have, we can't come to the office. The gym is, our campus is shut down. We can't do those types of things, but um, there's still work that we can do to uh, prepare for uh, what we expect to be our school year and our season going forward. And so we're told otherwise. So we, we still have to act as business as usual as much as we can. Yeah. Um, so with my staff, I'm just doing that and, you know, trying to, you know, again, just, having a personal conversation, just, you know, how are you, how's everything going, how are you dealing with everything, but then also, okay, how, you know, how's this conversation going with this player, how's this conversation going with this group, where's paperwork, those type of things. This running a sound program as best we can in, in this point, uh, time, same with the players, checking in with them individually, see how they're coping, how they're handling everything, how they're doing with their adjusting to the online learning. So for some of them, they may never have taken an online class before. Now all their classes are online. Are they having any issues with the technology, with the professors? Uh, we said uh, registration for the fall semester started on Monday. So are you having, you know, how, how's that going? Are you renting on the, the classes? Are you getting registered? Having any issues technology-wise? Okay, you know, send an email to this person. Just trying to make sure that everybody's doing that. And then, Again, just having those normal conversations that we would be having if they stopped in the office or uh, I saw them in the gym on campus, uh, you know, during the off-season or whatever. You know, I, I try to keep that stuff the same. At some point in time, usually we do our end-of-season meetings and our individual meetings talking about meeting with the seniors, talking about um, with, the, with the returners, hashing those things out. I've, I decided, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do any of that. <laughs> I think, you know, you know, we have much, you know, we have, we still have things that we need to do, but at the same time, I don't want to overwhelm them because this is an overwhelming time for everyone. So yeah, for I just sure. want everybody to leave. Let's just talk about some, po you know, some positive things and, and make sure everybody's in a good place. And then once we kind of get more clarity on this thing and, and, and it's a little bit less maybe intense, 
on a day-to-day basis as it seems to be right now as everyone's adjusting then we can have those conversations and start to do that but yeah it, it, it's it, you know that that's the route i'm going i don't know 100 percent if that's the right way that's that's how i'm handling it that's how we're handling it and um, you know i guess we'll see but uh yeah. that's what i feel comfortable doing and for me that makes sense uh, to do it that way, kind of take a step back um, on some of the intensity of some things, but still make sure that we do what we need to do yeah. to put ourselves in a good place. Well, you know, Coach, it's your team. You know them better than anybody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know your staff better than anybody else. And like you said earlier, these are unprecedented times. Who's to say how you should or shouldn't operate? Or you know, th- That's why we're kind of doing this as well, this series, is because I want to put this out there in case some coaches are saying, man, I don't know exactly what I should be doing. I don't know how I should be doing it. And all I would say, coach, is doing what you're doing, being thoughtful, being mindful of your players and your staff and your even your office staff, those who are, you know, everybody who helps and serves in the, in the community and in the program, uh, just being mindful and thoughtful and considering them and uh, just, you know, hey, how you been? You I mean, you never know, man. Isolation is a huge problem right now. Some people people are truly isolating themselves and uh, the person you may think is super strong and super um, independent may be the weakest one. You just don't know. You don't know how it's affecting people, mental health, all that. So uh, yeah, coach, uh, I do appreciate what you're saying, how you're laying it out for us, exactly what you're doing, because it's very important. Uh, So coach, you talked about messaging, right? And and I just kind of want to know, coach, how are you messaging to your, you know, here again, you kind of go, went over how, what you're talking to your players and your staff about, but how are you messaging things to your own family? How's that working? Well, I'm, my attitude is kind of the same. It's kind of the same. I'm, I, the way, especially since homeschooling started, I feel like that actually brings most of my day. And most, <laughs> most of us, I'm, I, have a, I have a three-year-old and I have a, a six-year-old. So I, one is wow. 3K. We have, you know, 3K is a, a program they instituted in New York City a couple of uh, years ago yeah. where it's basically before pre-K um, and they have uh, so third uh, three-year-olds go, uh, get that early childhood education yeah. prior to pre-K so uh, my youngest is in 3K and then I have a first grader so all both of their teachers are sending home work so we get up in the morning we shower brush teeth change clothes, change out of the pajamas, even though we're not going anywhere, just to try to keep that routine, yeah, breakfast, sure. and then sit down and, and, and start doing the work in the, in the morning, try to space it out, try in between subjects, give them some, some, some free time, um, some indoor activity, just a little chilly here in New York and it was raining, so the days where it's nice out, we go outside in the backyard and run around, try to get that fresh air, try to... Um, keep them moving, keep them active and try to burn up as much energy as possible. It yeah. uh, doesn't always work, but <laughs> we're trying. And, yeah. you know, so really that's a big chunk of my day right there. And then try, try to get some business done, whether it's talking to recruits or talking to my staff, talking to the players, um, you know, and, and my messaging is the same thing. You know, I, I'm trying not to focus on the day-to-day stuff. I'm staying off the news. We, I don't have it in the house all the time. We don't, and my kids, they're, you know, my, my youngest is not really aware of what's going on. She just, she's kind of trying to wrap her head around why she's not going to school every day anymore, yeah. um, which is a little, I mean, she's, she's, she's okay. You know, I, <laughs> you know, she, you know, hasn't cried about it or anything like that. So she's just, you know, she's dealing with it. The one year 
she's handling it well, you know, doing her schoolwork and stuff like that. She gets to FaceTime with her friends. Yeah. You know, it's not the same as being there uh, and, you know, interacting, but she's enjoying, you know, she likes the technology so she can, if she's taking my wife's phone or my phone to get on FaceTime with one of her friends, then she's, she's happy with that, at least for now. So uh, we're dealing with it. But again, like I try not to get watch too much news. Uh, my wife, she pays, watches it a little bit more than I do. But, you know, again, you know, and she's entitled to that. You know, she, she likes to be informed and know, you know, more what's going on. I think I have a decent understanding of what's going on, but I'm trying not to um, let it consume me too much. Um, you know, uh, when we were speaking earlier about possibly getting together to, to, to speak out, I, I was ordering groceries online. Wow. So it's just, you know, that's just, yeah. the, you know, that's yeah. just, you know, because I'm, I'm looking in the refrigerator like, all right, where, where are we? Where, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, you know, you know, you got inventory, you know, inventory, man. Right. I'm taking inventory, but then I go, I've, I've been working on my barbecue skills a little bit. Yeah, you know, you I've, been home, I've been home a lot more, so. And it's starting to get, you know, it's still not warm in New York yet, but it's starting to warm up. So, yeah. uh, I, so when we when the food comes in and we get the delivery, I, you know, I got some charcoal and I got the grill in the back, and I've been messing around with some different techniques and things like that just to occupy my mind and my time, and I enjoy it. And I think, you know, my family likes it. So, just you, it, you know, that I'm just try, I'm just trying to. You know, if you could say it's a little bit of survival is going on. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm cooking, <laughs> you know, cooking outside. Burning meat. You know, yeah. I, you know in, the, in, the, in the event all these utilities go down, I, I guess I'll be all right. You know, but I go forage for wood to, to cook. But um, you know, it's I, I'm trying to 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 stay as level headed and even as I can because I think that's important. Um, I, I, you know, my wife, my wife and I work together, but I do. As a um, as a man, you know, not to be you know misogynistic about it, but I do take on the responsibility of being the head of the household, even though we work together in a fifty fifty partnership. But I still do feel it all fall, it falls on me to make sure that we're okay. Yeah. And that's how I handle my program. Also, I definitely believe it's a collaborative effort with my assistants. They don't work for me; they work with me. And I try to, and I include my team. And it's in many decisions as I can, and, and to try to, especially my captains, to try to make as much as what we do collaborative so everybody's involved in the process of what we're doing and what we're trying to do. I have the final say, but I try to collaborate with them as much as possible. But ultimately, everything falls on me, uh, whatever decisions get made. So that's, um, you know, I try to do that, but I think you have to have. In order to do that, you have to be aware of everything that's going on, but I think you also have to try to have a sense of calm in, 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 in your mind and the way you're projecting yourself because if your energy is all over the place, then that's going to cause everyone around you to panic. Yeah, and, and, sure. and, and so I think that's important to, you know, and, and you can only fake it for so long. So if you're telling everybody, oh, it's going to be okay, but yeah. you're running around like a chicken without a head and, and, and you're nervous all the time, then people will see right through that. So yeah. I think it's important to try to keep yourself in as much of a calm mind state as possible so the people around you can kind of, um, you know, follow that lead as much as possible. Yeah, no, man. People can just look in your eyes sometimes and they know, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's just the way it true. is, man. My wife's like that. She She'll just say, what's the matter? I'm like, nothing. I, 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 was I bugging, I bugging out or something? She's like, no, right. I see it in your face, okay? 
Right. You know, it's right. one of those things. And hey, mm-hmm. coach, if you need any any pointers on barbecue, man, I'm down here in Texas, we yeah, 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 we, yeah, we, yeah, we're always yeah. sending up burnt <laughs> offerings, man. We are, we burn everything. That doesn't matter yeah, what. Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. what the weather is, coach. We yeah, we'll yeah. Start I was, that I was, thing I, out. I was out there with a winter coat on the other day, trying to trying to do some stuff because it's you know. But I, I just you know it was good. You know, got to get some fresh air and you know yeah. you can't mingle too much. You know, so you know fortunately uh, have a little. You know, I'm in New York, but I have a little backyard area, so I was out there. Um, you know, uh, grilling it up and trying some different techniques That's and good, some different things and trying 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 to work on it and. You know, and it, it, it's fun to get, get outside a little bit. You know, still a little chilly around here. Yeah, no, nah, it's good, man. It's good to to cook your own meat like that. There's something that it does. You, your chest gets a little puffed up. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, yeah. then yeah. I yeah. guess the Neanderthal on us and the yeah, you know, that's right. comes back. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> so, right. coach, yeah. I want to ask you something because I'm a firm believer in this, and just because I, you know, I've been coaching for 25 years, it's been in a, a place of leadership and all kind of capacities within the school system. And I just feel this way, and I don't know if you feel the same, but do you feel that most coaches and leaders are built for times like this, you know, times of crisis and fear? Well, the one thing I always tell people when I'm talking about coaching, or people ask me how coaching is a coaching profession or anything, my I always say the same thing, and I've been doing it long enough to really see see this is that coaching is just like any other profession on the face of the earth. And even taking a step back, you know, before you get to the built for this type of situation, in coaching, you have people that are in it for the right reasons, you have people that are in it for the wrong reasons. You have good people, you have bad people. You have selfish people, you have giving people. You have, it it runs, and it just, just as any any other profession, coaching is no different. Uh, So, that that being said, I would say that just <laughs> sure that on the in the abstract, coaching does present as a profession challenges on a daily basis. You know, especially when you're a head coach. Yeah. Out of off the court, definitely on the court for sure. In the midst of games, you're you know you're always dealing with crisis. Somebody's got foul trouble something, you know, different, you know, whatever it is. But then then off the court, you know, you're dealing with academic issues, you're dealing with personal issues, you're dealing with issues with your staff, you're dealing with, you know, so you're constantly in a crisis management mode. Yeah. And so for that reason, I would say yes. And, but that, again, that's the, that's from any other leader in any other profession. Yeah. I would say that, um, <laughs> And I shouldn't even say just this this crisis has exposed it, but I think um, it goes without saying, and I'm not saying anything too, you know, controversial that you can just turn on the TV right now and show that and see that just because uh, people are in leadership positions, it doesn't mean that they're built for leadership, especially right. in a crisis. Right. right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you're and I'll, 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 just, I'll just leave it at that. You know? Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, no, you're, you're speaking truth, man. I mean, that's... Right, so, that, so, uh, so, so... So I say that to say that, you know, it, 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 it can, it's anybody. It really does, you know, coaching, again, there are some unique things about coaching, like I said, especially when you're dealing with game-type situations and then just when you're coaching young people, there's always going to be crisis that you have to handle and manage and deal with. And so, you know, yes, those skills are there 
that you you know that you're dealing with. Some coaches handle it better than others, depending on what the crisis is. So I think it's so you know, but all leaders deal deal with that. So I think the coaching coaching doesn't change you know doesn't change it. It's just a human thing that people deal with certain situations better than others. Um, but I will say that you know I believe that most there's more people who are trying to do the right thing than other people who are trying to do the wrong thing. I, you know, I tend to, you know, trend right. toward the, the positive. So yeah. I do believe that there, that coaches, the majority of coaches are doing it for the right reasons and they're good people and they, you know, can, they can handle crisis. So yeah. to varying degrees. So in others, some are be better than others. Some are, you know, some will be worse than others, but I do think that it's something that does come with the job as a leadership position and so, yes, I, I think that if if you, if you feel like you can handle, you, you know, if you can handle a program and you can handle coaching in the game, win or lose, because it's not just, you know, obviously coaches are judged on wins or losses, but just because you didn't win a game, that doesn't mean that you didn't handle the crises or, you know, whatever came up in the game doesn't mean you didn't handle it correctly. You just yeah. might have finished with less points than the other team. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it, just goes, it, just, it, just, it just goes like that sometimes. So, I've been there. Um, yeah, right. Exactly. So Too many times, <laughs> right? So that so that's part of it. But um, yeah, I, I, but I definitely believe just but uh, but coaching is just like any other leadership position that you know. Yes, you're going to always be dealing with crisis management pretty much on a day to day basis, yeah. and it's just a matter of you know. And and that's why I also feel that it's important as a coach that you have to have that perspective and you have to have that ability to take a step back, analyze everything. Don't fly off the handle the first time you, you know just all those things you know you, you can't do that because it just you know you have to be given you have to be giving also a sense of calm uh at the same time in order to for people to uh, be able to perform uh, under pressure and get through situations if you're uh, if you're a constant if you're constantly in a state of panic then it, it, it doesn't help anything so yeah I, I would say that yes coaches are putting those in these and and those in certain positions a lot, but again, I don't think anyone's prepared <laughs> prepared for, yeah. for this type of thing. Yeah. So you just got to fall back on your instincts and hope that it's you know it's the right thing to do at, at the at the time. You know, adversity always shows you who you are. It, Absolutely, it shows you what your convictions are, really, too. Uh, mm -hmm. it shows yeah. you it shows you what you're truly uh, doing. The the you know the why. Why? Why are you? Why are you doing what you're doing? At the first sign of this or that, are you gonna duck and run? Uh, are you gonna hang in there? Are you gonna persevere? Are you gonna stay vigilant? Are you gonna think so much of yourself that you're gonna say, "I don't have to wash my hands and sing Happy Birthday twice"? You know, I'll, just, right. I'll sing it once. You know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, are you gonna not be uh, humble enough to to take the instruction and adhere to it? Are you gonna be vulnerable enough to share that vulnerability? So that people know that you're just like them. Only difference is that you have courage, and you're yeah. going to continue to live. And so, yeah, I think all that's really important, Coach. So, yeah, I appreciate you kind of differentiating the two for us because, yeah, leaders and coaches sometimes there's a big difference. Uh, you know, as far as you know, being in a leadership position doesn't automatically mean that you've done anything important, or you know, sometimes it's just a title. Uh, and co coaches too. I mean, I'm not going to exempt coaches either. Sometimes being a coach is just a title, and you absolutely, know, you know, you knew the right person, you got in, which is great. Mm -hmm. No, no, right. I, ain't, I ain't mad at you. It's great. 
Um, but Mike, but but Mike, and but that, that that's true, in, and that's true in every possession. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like you, you know, said, every possession. It's true in every possession. Yeah, that, yeah. That sometimes people just you know, luck, whether it's luck or in a situation, being in the right place at the right time, they catch lightning in the bottle. They get, you know, it's you know, again, it's across the board, and and, and you can see it. You know, yeah, yeah. You, can, you can see it, yeah. and that's that's just that's life. But it's. Um, you just you just gotta stay positive and hope for the best and, and hope that and hope that um you know, I think that this this especially these times and, and it goes to exactly what you said, you're hundred percent right. It's easy to say and do the right things when things are going the going right way. Everyone's true colors come out and, and their true their true colors of who they are as a person, but also their abilities. Yeah, how good they really are yeah. when things get when things get tough. Yeah. And you, again, you can see it in situations like this. But even just if you look at it from a sports perspective, that's what makes great players great, or great coaches great. Is that no matter what the situation is, they rise to the occasion, and that yeah. shows their true colors. That yeah. they're da- they're down or whatever the situation is, the game in. And when those players, when they or those coaches, when they rise to the occasion, that's what makes them truly great, and you can see it. But also on the flip side, when you see people that when the crisis comes, whether it's a, a sport or whatever the situation is, and they're not up to the task, you see it too. So it, the truth always comes out <laughs> when you know when, when when things get tough. And yeah. There's no hiding it. There's no faking it. Like I said, you can look in someone's eyes or just go just judge by their actions and what they say, whether they're ready for. What you know, what's going on in that moment, and it becomes real evident to everybody that either they are or they aren't. And you know, that's okay. You know, <laughs> again, that's life. They're, they're human beings, but that's just, um, you know, no matter what they say or, or whatever, especially when things are going well, that all, that all, um, that all doesn't matter when, when it, uh, when, uh, the intense situations comes up, and that's where you see the true leadership. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, I liken it unto recruiting. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, these kids go to these high exposure events. Well, yeah. you, you could get the exposure, or you could get exposed. Oh, so, that's right. That's right. so I that's think right. that that goes for all of us human beings that uh, claim to be a leader, claim to be uh, somebody of influence. And so, yeah, I just think it's really important for all of us as leaders and coaches to just you know be self aware reflect at this time who we are why we do what we do and here again show some vulnerability because that's uh connecting with people in that sense right now is really like you don't have to say well, i'm just as scared as you i'm you know terrified like i'm not talking about that i'm talking about like like we said you know calmness you know sound thinking like we have to really you know exude that so yeah coach i here again appreciate you kind of going different different areas with that because yeah all professions are do that respect uh, when they come across in leadership, uh, having all those traits that we all look up to and those leaders that we all want, we aspire to be like at times too. So coach, I have one last question for you, man. What uh, lasting thought would you leave with your peers and their families in hopes of a brighter day? Well, Mike, I would just say the biggest thing is, is as I mentioned before, f- focus on the small things day to day. And then that's, that's all any of us can do. Just focus on the small things day to day. Again, don't ignore, don't ignore the bigger picture, but don't be consumed by it. Just yeah. focus on the small things day to day, and make sure that you know you do the best you can in those small tasks. Whether it's 
communicating with family members, communicating with people that you're connected with. All those things are just, you know, just, just, just focus on that, 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 because that, I think in the long run, that'll make the difference on how we come out on the other end of it. If we ignore the small things and just kind of just try to rush to the end and figure it, you know, that that's where we'll make our mistakes. And, and again, it's so funny how life, it, you know, as a coach, I talk, we talk to our players and we talk to our, you know, everybody on let's, you know, let's focus on the details. Let's worry about having good practices every day and doing the right things off the court. And that will lead to our success down the road. Don't worry about trying to win a championship in practice every day. Focus on having a good practice or focus on doing the best you can in this drill. And that will build on what happens down the road. I think it's the same thing for this type of situation is, Focus on the day-to-day things. Focus on your family. Focus on taking care of your health yeah. and making sure you're doing the right things to make to keep yourself healthy and everyone else around you. Making sure that you, you handle your business, whatever that is, um, as best as you can, and you're taking care of your family and the people and your loved ones and friends on a day-to-day basis. I think you do that, and I think that'll that'll uh, bode well for us um, down the road. And, and and the other thing is just you know nothing good comes from from being negative, never does you know nothing good ever comes of it. So just speak positive words, do positive actions to those you're connected with, and I truly believe that as a society, but it starts with the individual. But again, it's the individual that leads up to the bigger bigger picture. If everyone does the best that they can day to day for themselves and their their families. And the people that they're connected to, then that'll lend to all of us being um, being good once we get on the other side of this whole situation. And I think uh, we'll be we'll be okay. We just have to uh, stay vigilant and stay smart and do the best we can for for everybody, for ourselves and everyone that we care about. And it'll uh, it'll grow from there, and we'll we'll, we'll survive this um, in in a good fashion. Yeah, Coach, I appreciate your time, man. I really do. I appreciate the invitation. No, no, I really wanted to get your perspective on this uh, here again. Just uh, it's insightful, I think, for people to hear other people start this conversation. I think so much more, too, in in our profession of coaching and leadership and just, uh, you know, we're leading young people. We're leading young men, young women, and they really need, I don't know, they're disenfranchised to a degree anyways, or polarized or whatever you want to call it uh, by what's going on in society anyways. Uh, You know, I would like to think we can be, uh, you know, great agents of uh, healthy mental health, you know? Right. You know, and and I think a lot, and and a lot of, a lot of things will be, I mean, I think it's a good thing. I think because of situations like this, we're forced to examine a lot of what we do yeah. uh, just on, as human beings or in, or in a society as just on a day-to-day basis. And I think we're, we're now being forced to examine a lot of those things. And hopefully the, the positive that will come out of, you know, it's definitely not a positive situation right now, but hopefully the positive of what comes out of all this is people really examine what's important in their lives and, and what's important for um, us as a society to really evolve, evolve because this is a, 
this this is a worldwide worldwide event, and it's forcing the whole world really to really evaluate how we look out for each other, how we care about the not just the people that are immediate, you know, family members, friends, colleagues, players, coaches, assistants, all of that. It's forcing everyone to do that, but it's also forcing everyone to look at everybody in the context of the, of, a, of our society. And I think it's forcing everyone to really take a real hard look on how we do things, what's important, what's not important, and how as much as we try to throw up barriers <laughs> between, yeah, you sure. know, between uh, and, and all these different ways, it just shows you how something microscopic can literally can per- be pervasive to everyone in the world. And it really shows the humanity of, of, of how connected we really truly are. Yeah. As much as we try to isolate and, and, and everyone deal with their own issues, as you can see, something like this, no, everybody's got the same issue yeah, yeah. <laughs> to varying degrees. Obviously, different people's circumstances are different in life, but you know, I mean, you can see it. You know, celebrity royalty. You know, people with more money yeah. than everyone on the planet are are being affected by this. So it's from the top to the bottom. It doesn't matter your station in life. It doesn't matter your position. It doesn't matter your title. And I think that you know, I think after hopefully the you know, like I said, the, the one of the positives will come out. Is that we're all, you know, as a society and as a as a as a race, as human, the human race, that we're all connected and we're all. It doesn't matter who you are, what your title is, how much money you have, or anything else that you can try try, try to differentiate yourself. At yeah. the end of the day, we're all the same, and we all can have the same issues, and we all can be affected the same. But hopefully, we'll realize that if we come together and do things the right way and keep some perspective on what's really important in life, that that'll be the lesson in all of this. And we'll be better for it once we figure out how to get past it because yeah. we truly do need each other. Yeah, for sure. Coach, man, I, I love what you're saying because I, I believe the same thing. We're, we're, we're on the same wavelength here. And uh, man, I hear again, appreciate you taking the time, making the time. And no, no problem. And I, I appreciate and I, it. And I wish you the best. Have you, no, family, you. my thank prayers, you. man, all that. Uh, no, thank you. Same to you and yours, and stay safe, and we'll uh, we'll get through it. We'll we'll yeah. we'll, we'll be okay. We'll, you know. Yeah, we'll talk again. Believe me. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> all absolutely. Right. All right, brother. Thank you so much. All right, take care. Have a good evening. Likewise, coach.